On this week's episode of The Fizz, I discuss the Detroit Lions and our NFL draft. I get pretty dark about the Lions prospects, the Lions coaching staff, and everyone in charge. After that, I talk about the last dance on ESPN, and then we look at Pixar movies and compare serials before we get into a crowd submitted over under. I hope everyone is staying safe out there. Uh, I can't wait till everything goes back to normal, but until then, let's uh, try to get through this together. But now, let's get into the fizz. Chalk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Chalk with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then Okay, pop we poppin' champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship brain. Cause I ball hard. Don't just leave by harder. I am the bird man. Yeah, I am the So hello and welcome. To episode 43 of The Fizz. Thank you everyone for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. It was a nippy one here on the east side of Michigan. Um, Pretty chilly out. Can't really predict the weather these days. Um, So let's just get right into it. You know, before we get going, just want to give you guys, been giving you guys kind of the weekly update on where we're at with Airbnb. So once again, uh, this episode of The Fizz is brought to you by that bitch, Becca. Um, We opened another case with her uh, on Airbnb, and we are still not getting our money back whatsoever. They made us send in the official Michigan shelter-in-place order, the Arizona shelter-in-place order, and we had to send all our flight information and the house information. And Airbnb still will not refund our $1,600. They said it still is up to Becca to refund your money. And that bitch, that bitch Becca, who owns mansions all over the great state of Arizona, will not give us our money back for my bachelor party. So if you haven't heard this story before, if you're new to the live fizzes, uh, my bachelor party was supposed to be last weekend. We had a house booked in Arizona with like 20 guys. Put a deposit down. Uh, all this shit went down with COVID-19. Now we don't get our money back. So um, I'm probably just going to keep calling out that bitch Becca um, until we get our money back, which I know we won't. Um, just have to complain about it uh, while we're here. Um, updates from... Just COVID-19 life, there's not much. There never is much. Um, Having conversations with people is kind of tough. It's like, God, do you watch anything new? It's like, yeah, we all watched the same shit. Or I don't know. It's just not that great to talk about what's going on um, in, in quarantine. I would say something for me right now that I'm finding interesting is I'm seeing a lot of people... Uh, grow out their facial hair, grow out their beards. Mine is very long and unruly right now. Um, A lot of people I know, coworkers I'm doing Zooms with, friends, they just seem to be growing out uh, their facial hair. And I think that's odd for this quarantine because like we could totally, we could totally shave. We could totally shave during this time. I could shave. I have my razor, everything I would need, electric, regular cream, everything. I could shave. I just haven't. Don't know why. It kind of feels right being locked up in the house to just to just kind of lose control of your facial hair. I don't really know really know how to describe it. Uh, in other news, you know, trying to limit trips to the store to the grocery store. I've been I've been smoking smoking pot with matches. So there's that smoking pot with with matches. I it's it's exhilarating. You ever it's it's very fun to light a match and smoke pot. But that's all I have from the COVID-19 updates. What I really want to get into today is the NFL draft. And most specifically, our Detroit Lions. Um, I am finally at the year. I am 29 years old. You know, been a Lions fan my whole life. You know, never never seen them win a division. Never seen them win a playoff game. I am at the point where I have absolutely, positively zero faith in this team, in this organization, to do the right thing tomorrow. And even if we do like, I'm so jaded at this point that even if we do something that we do like, that we do have hope in, 
I still feel it will fail under our system because every year around draft time, I do, I look into like Detroit's Lions history and I look at their draft picks and then you just look at the decisions they make. Um, and there's really nothing that is reassuring whatsoever about this Detroit Lions draft or this organization. And I don't know why this year with Patricia and Quinn, why we would think it would be any different whatsoever. Um, And especially this year, knowing that the entire draft and the whole spectacle is going to be on like through Zoom is going to make it even more of a circus. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but Bob Quinn said he's going to have the Lions director of technology parked in a Winnebago in his driveway all during the draft. Now that is just like fucking insane. Um, can't, can't like the guy come in the house, I mean, and just stay six feet away. Can he sit in the corner and then if there's an issue, he just deal with it. He's got to have him camped out in the Winnebago. Does he not trust the guy? He's an employee of him. Um, something there just doesn't sound good or humane at all. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be in a really nice Winnebago, but I just think it's funny that there's going to be a guy camped out in front of uh, in front of in front of Quinn's house in a Winnebago, and then just just knowing the Lions, you know, it's going to be a disaster. So that's kind of like my overarching like jadedness with the Lions is that if the Lions were the Patriots, say say in a in a in an alternate reality, the Lions are as good as the Patriots, they're the class of the NFL, and you hear that Bill Belichick is going Bill Belichick is going to have his director of technology in a Winnebago in the driveway, you're like, man, that is sick. That is so awesome. That is world class efficiency. Nothing's going to go wrong. Belichick's got this figured out. Um, but when you see hear that the Lions have it, that the Lions are going to have a Winnebago in Bob Quinn's driveway, you're just like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a disaster. This is going to be a fucking failure. Um, this this is this is the last <clears throat> year for Patricia and Quinn. I gotta believe, Un- like unless they win the division or really turn this thing around, I don't know. I don't know of a coach, <clears throat> Jesus, I don't know of a coach that has come in to Detroit over the many coaches we've had in our lifetimes uh, that has gotten this much bad press this early. I mean, Patricia is just absolutely universally hated right now. Um, and what really sucks about it, which made it official, of like really hit me to heart was when Glover Quinn called Patricia arrogant, said he stripped down the whole thing. Um, you know, just, just really dogged everything Matt Patricia has done. When Glover Quinn said it, it was a real knife to the chest. You know, like you hear uh, Quandre Diggs say it, you hear Darius Slay say it, um, you know, whatever. Take it with a grain of salt. Both those guys wanted out. They got out. You know, Glover Quinn was like a lion for a while, was part of some – Part of, part of the good winning seasons there. And he spoke out that Quinn came in, tried to rip everything down, ripped it down to the studs when they really just needed to get over the hump, not change the entire culture of that locker room. And that's when it's just like, okay, Patricia must really suck because Glover Quinn's a good guy and actually gained some, you know, Lions loyalty. So that sucked to hear. But in regards to the Lions – the draft. The guy on the back of the screen here, uh, Jeff Odu- uh, Okuda, is who everyone thinks the Lions are going to take, and I totally believe we're going to take him at three. Now, the rumor that we're hearing quite a bit is that Miami is going to do whatever it takes to move up to three. Um, and I am reading they're going to move up to three, but not give up the fifth pick for it. Now, my, my initial knee-jerk reaction to that was that's that sucks and we're going to get fleeced. But I heard we're going to get like something like the 18th pick, the 20, the 21st pick, and like the 36th and the 56th pick. So a lot of picks there, um, which would be a haul of picks. But 
<clears throat> the Lions just need so much help and they need someone who can fix their team now that I just I just have a hard time believing whatever that they do is going to work out. Now, I said before in last week's podcast the uh, on the um, episode 42 that I believe the Lions are going to pass on Chase Young and take Okuda um, just because that's the most disastrous scenario I could think of. Um, and obviously if we take Okuda at three, he'll be the highest cornerback ever drafted in the NFL, uh, tied with somebody else from like 97. But I think, I think Okuda, man, I think he's just like the Quinn Trisha type guy. Um, he's kind of got like a football dorkiness to him. That's obviously him, um, over here. That's LeBron James. Uh, but this is him. You probably guys can't see it that well, but he's got like this football dorkiness to him, probably a real good character, wonderlick kind of guy. Um, and I just think they're dead set on getting this guy. Now, I read today also that the odds of Chase Young going at number three is at plus 1,600, um, which is insane to me. And I was talking to a couple buddies, and it's just like how I don't see the Redskins not taking Chase Young. But I also don't really understand the Redskins quarterback situation. I know they have Haskins, but he is horrible. He's absolutely an atrocious quarterback. Um, and Alex Smith with the shattered, the, the shattered femur is supposed to come back and mentor this guy. Um, when you have, you're going to have options like Tua and Herbert out there. I just, draft day gets crazy and you can't predict anything on draft day. You think you have it all figured out and then just fireworks happen on draft day. And I just, I don't know. Like I could just see the Redskins in some crazy scenario, not taking Chase Young and taking a quarterback, taking Tua, taking Herbert. Um, because Haskins is ass. He's, he's really bad. And I just, I don't, if that's what they're thinking for the future of the, the team, you know, I just, that's surprising to me. Um, and I could definitely see Chase Young sitting there at three and us taking Okuda. I could, I could just see it because just, it's just the things that the Lions do. It's just the things that the Lions do. Um, other quick question here. Um, Winston, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton still out there. Don't know it's don't know why no one wants them. Um, kind of weird. Um, surprised no one scooped them up. Don't really know what's going on there. Uh, probably could just blame good old fashioned racism on that one. You know, two black guys unsigned on the market. Um, it's a shame. You hate to see it, but you know maybe that's what maybe that's what we're looking at. Um, hate to see it. Don't like it at all. Great quarterbacks. I'd take I'd take Jameis. Jameis has got to be somewhere. Um, most exciting, most exciting guy in football. Um, let's see. I had Chase Young here. There's our guy. There's Okuda. That's who we're taking. It's our number one pick. Um, you know, I just, and if you're a player in this draft right now, if you're Chase Young, if you're Okuda, like how can you at all be excited about your prospects of joining the Detroit Lions? Like how could you at all, be excited. I mean, you're just you're looking at a history of a team who hasn't made the playoffs in like 20 years. You're reading, you're reading about all these guys who dust up um, like Matt Patricia and the whole organization. Like Barry Sanders left the place because he couldn't stand to be here. Calvin Johnson left the place because he couldn't stand to be here. Darius Slay was demanding a trade. Uh, Quandre Diggs got kicked out because he didn't buy into Patricia's whack ass system. Like. If you're like a rookie right now, you're all you're thinking about is the draft and you're researching everything in sight. It's just what in in the fucking world would get you at all excited to come to the Detroit Lions? And one of the uh, you know one of the things I always see, especially with like Calvin Johnson, is you know people will say like, "Hey, quit quit dragging quit dragging uh, the Lions through the mud." You know, Calvin, you you know you got paid. Why are you crying over $1 million? Why are you dragging the Lions through the mud? And I honestly just like, just drag us. Like, the Lions are my favorite f- 
football team in the world, and I want him to win just as much as the next guy. Next guy, but I'm turning that. I'm almost thirty, and I'm getting to that age where I'm just like completely jaded about this team. Like I'm just getting over all of their shit. And if there was a bad business that you worked for, pumped your money into, spent time with, dedicated things to, you would complain about them a lot. So why wouldn't you complain about the Detroit Lions? And why would you tell Calvin Johnson, a guy who was an absolute electric factory for our generation, um, generational talent, arguably the best receiver in history, he can say, like, whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he can say whatever he wants. Like, it's a bad organization, so it's, like, go ahead. Like, rip them apart. I don't really care because they just keep making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And if you were, like, with a company or working with a company that just made bad decision after bad decision and kept – losing you'd rip them to shreds so it's no different here it's a bad business and when calvin rips on the lions he was an employee that hates his ex-employer i just you know uh ladies and gentlemen uh dexter jacques has joined the live um so i just want to say hello dexter thank you for joining um and you know with this Quinn, Trisha, fucking go about here. We should have known we were all screwed on the Monday Night Football game. I mean, for a first game of a season, I've never felt more disheartened in my entire life. I mean, that was absolutely insane. Obviously, we all remember the the Monday Night Football game. Lions take the first play of the Jets drive to the house, pick six. Place is ready to explode. Roof's popping off. Um, and then the Lions proceed to lose like 56 to 13 or whatever the final score was. Um, that was one of the most disheartening things as a Lions fan. And that's what kicked off Patricia's career with as a head coach of the Detroit Lions. And here we are about to enter into his third year and we have nine total wins. Um, last year, we took a fucking tight end at eight. Granted, he got hurt. Uh, it was a horrible year, but there was another tight end from Iowa who had a a better year. Like I just, it's you can't make this shit up. It's 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 mind blowing. And then today, I'm sure you guys have all uh, in the last couple of days read the insanely exciting news that Rob Gronkowski uh, is headed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen. The story that Rob Gronkowski was actually traded to the Detroit Lions like two years ago. Uh, the trade was like final uh, was about to be finalized. Rob said he'd rather retire than play with anybody but Brady. I mean, and especially Detroit. Um, and the deal got called off. So it's just you know, as Detroit keeps signing fucking Jerry's favorite player, Duran Harmon. Um, and, you know, Flowers and Coleman and all these ex-patriots under Patricia and Quinn. Um, lo and behold, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have turned into the Patriots quicker than the Lions. Um, the Bucks just got all the cool Patriots and the Lions got all the guys that Belichick deemed that he didn't need anymore, didn't want anymore, and we overpaid him. So being a Lions fan fucking sucks, man. It fucking sucks. Um, speaking of Billy B, Bill Bell, um, I, they haven't signed a quarterback. So, you know, going back to the, the Jameis Cam note I was making, uh, that who's their guy? It's like Stidholm, Stidham, Stidham is the new guy. Like, I just think Bill Belichick wanted the least amount of talent he could have on the roster. And just said, you know what, I'm going to prove to you guys that I can win with, like, absolutely nobodies. Um, So I think he was more than eager to – I don't think he's going to sign any one of the quarterbacks out there. I mean, Rivers was out there, didn't get him. Cam and Jameis are still out there. I would absolutely love to see Jameis go to the Patriots. I think that would be absolutely electric. Um, 
But I think he's just going to stick with the, the Stidholm, Stidham, Stidham guy. I don't even know who he is. And I just think he absolutely wants that challenge, like, no matter what. I think that's that's what he wants. That's what he signed up for. Um, and he's got something to prove with this one. So um, a lot of other things I'm seeing with um, Billy B is that, like, he could have gotten more for um, – he could have gotten more for that Gronkowski pick, but in reality, he just traded like a seventh rounder for a fourth rounder. So, I I mean, you know, Gronk said he wasn't coming back unless he was playing with Brady. So it wasn't like he could keep him. It was just it was dead weight sitting there, and he grabbed him for a fourth rounder. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to watch the Bucks this year. I think it's gonna be I think it's wild that Gronk and Brady are both there. I just I just can't believe it happened. On part of my take, they were talking about, like, the weirdest uniform to see Tom Brady in. And I think, uh, you know, PFT said the Bucks uniforms. And, and lo and behold, uh, here we are. So, um, well, you know, thank you, everyone, for being here today. I do appreciate it. Um, on the eve of the Lions draft, <clears throat> I know I'll be um, – I'll have a couple of Zooms set up during it. I am really, really excited to just watch these teams fumble over each other with the Zoom. Apparently, they, they did the test run on Monday, and it was an absolute disaster with, like, the first pick. Um, apparently, there's just issues with, like, coaches not turning their mics on or, or, yeah, not turning them on, keeping them on mute. Like, I just – to watch these jocks, like, work through this is going to be just absolutely electric. And it couldn't be – more of what we need right now um i'm like up at night thinking about the draft because we haven't had sports of any fucking kind um since march right early march and i am just one very grateful that they're going through with this draft and two that there's actually some aspect of a live sporting event going on um and this is this tomorrow is it for Quinn and Patricia. Like this is either the beginning of the the end or this is the beginning of the beginning of their tenure. I mean, what they do in this draft is going to you know resonate throughout the year and then if it's a bad year they're gone. Like I mean, at least I would think so. Patricia has 9 wins in in 2 years. Um, we've only gone backwards since the guy showed up. Uh, and being honest, I have little to zero faith that we're going to get this correct because why why in the hell w- would I have anything to be excited about right now with, with the team? Um, I love Matthew Stafford with all my heart. I just get very, very worried because he's broken his back two years in a row. Um, he's my dude. He's my guy. I love him. But like, He's past 30, and he's broken his back two years in a row. Um, it's, like, haunting. So, you know, you got to wonder, is, like, is there any chance we take a quarterback? And my guess, absolutely not. I think there's absolutely zero to negative 20% chance we take a quarterback because that would be too exciting. That would be too much fun. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much – what I'm looking forward to for the Lions draft. Um, I don't know anybody uh, deeper in the draft, so I can't get into like the second and third rounds. I'm not mat- that much of an insider. Um, I'm just here to watch the circus tomorrow, and I'm pretty excited for it. So it should be good. Should be should be pretty good stuff. Um, so the other thing in regards to sporting events, uh, this is the only picture I got. I didn't make any other slides for what I'm about to talk about. So we'll go to we'll go to this one here. We'll go to this one. I made this. Um, so the other thing uh, that is very exciting in the sporting world right now is ESPN's launch of The Last Dance. Uh, you know, I you know, I was born in 91. I didn't fully understand or, like, watch Jordan's greatness or his ascension in the league uh, and know much about that Bulls lineup. This documentary for the first two episodes, if you guys haven't seen it, 
you have to watch it. Whether you like sports or not, uh, it is so awesome. I absolutely love it. Um, and I think next week it's going to be there's going to be a lot about the bad the Detroit Pistons bad boys era, um, and I'm really excited to see it. Uh, and just watching this, like Jordan to me, like I you know Frankie Hoops here talking hoops. Uh, I think Jordan is like a hundred times cooler than LeBron. Um, Jordan just seems like a natural born killer, uh, and this may sound dumb but I just like didn't know this like you know I didn't I Jordan was when I was little and he was on the Bulls like I just this documentary is awesome and I just wish I could watch them all at once right now uh Last Dance is the best thing even through two episodes that I've watched during this quarantine um and that's right Jerry I'm hitting you with some Frankie hoops right now um and I can't wait to see the bad boy shit um I hope I hope and I pray that the Lions don't, or the Lions, sorry, uh, the Pistons don't get dragged through the mud. But I know Jordan absolutely hates the Pistons for his whole life. Like Bill Lambeer hates Jordan. Isaiah Thomas hates Jordan. Um, I could easily see the Pistons getting like dusted up pretty, pretty damn good in this next couple episodes. So I could easily see that. Um,. All right, so we got the draft tomorrow. Um, you know, I talked about what I watched. I still got to watch the Probert documentary. I haven't seen that yet. Um, here, let's go. What, what do you got, Tom? Tom's asking me a question here. Last dance has been good, but did you hear Junior's story about golfing with MJ? Um, no, I don't know. I think I missed think I missed that one. Sorry, Tom. I'm just reading some questions on the live. Don't know if I saw that story. I know that I know that Jordan's an absolutely crazy gambler. Um, you know, I don't know. Like I know he's lost like hundreds of thousands to millions on the course or one either way. So, but no, I don't know. Uh, don't know that story. Um, so what we'll do here. Uh, since we are, you know, done covering the draft, um, it's going to be hysterical. Um, let's move into the lighter stuff here. Uh, been trying to do these, like, you can only pick three things that are holding the internet, holding the internet up uh, on its own. Uh, and, you know, you've seen these with, like, fast food, pizza, fast casual chains, movies, all this stuff. You get a new one every day, and it's essentially like just pick three. Uh, you know, you can only you can only pick three. So with this one, there's there's probably way too many on this one, but this is what we're gonna do. Um, so this week we're doing Pixar movies, and the question was you can only pick three, uh, and then all the other ones go away; they don't exist. Uh, so I have all these Pixar movies here. I'm a big animated movie fan. Um, Disney growing up, my favorite Disney movie of all time uh, is actually like one of the more underrated ones. Not everyone's favorite, but my favorite was Hercules. Hercules is always my favorite. That guy rocked. That movie rocked. That's my favorite Disney movie. Um, looking at these Pixar ones, I haven't seen all of these. Um, so the ones listed here, A Bug's Life, Brave, Cars, Cars 2, Cars 3, I didn't even know there was Cars 3, uh, Coco, all right, Finding Dory, Finding Nemo, The Good Dinosaur, I have no idea what that is, The Incredibles, Incredibles 2, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., Monsters, U, Ratatouille, Toy Stories 1, 2, 3, and 4, Up, and then Wally. So now that I'm going through this, I really didn't give this much of a look. I haven't seen fucking half of these. Um, I haven't seen Brave. I haven't seen Cars 2 or 3. I haven't seen Coco. I've never heard of The Good Dinosaur. I haven't seen Incredibles 2. I haven't seen Monsters U. I haven't seen Ratatouille, which I heard is unforgivable that I haven't seen it. I haven't, I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen all the Toy Stories, which is pretty pathetic. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen 3 or 4. I may not even have seen 2, 3, or 4. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should grow up and watch them. Um, and I haven't seen Wall-E. So this, this may be the 
shittiest one I've ever done. I just went on Twitter like five minutes before I signed on here and I did a quick like only pick three search on Twitter, grabbed like the first two things I saw um, and threw them in. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm reading some of these, some of the votes coming in here and Finding Nemo, big, Courtney's a big Finding Nemo fan it seems like. Jack is actually turned it into a merry fuck kill situation, which is fucking great. Um, I think we got 21 movies listed here, and he's decided to marry Toy Story 2, f fuck Monsters, Inc., um, and then kill Cars 3. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on killing Cars 3. I, I love the idea of, of marrying one of the movies and then, and then fucking one. Um, I think that's a fun take on Pixar movies. Unfortunately, I have 21 here uh, to deal with. So I, I don't know how the fuck Mary Kill would work. Maybe I'll pick the top. I'll pick my top three, and then I'll fuck Mary and kill the movies. Thank you for that, Jack. That's exactly what I'll do. So right off the bat, we got to eliminate the shit I haven't seen. I haven't seen Brave, Cars Two, Cars Three, Coco, the the Good Dinosaur. Fuck the Good Dinosaur. What is the Good Dinosaur? Um, sounds like the Good Doctor. That stupid fucking show. The Good. I'm Sean Murphy. Fuck. Fuck the Good Doctor. Um, Incredibles 2 I haven't seen, and Monsters U I haven't seen. Those are all gone. Ratatouille's gone. I heard Ratatouille rocks. I haven't seen it. Um, to all the Toy Stories besides the original is, are gone. Uh, and then Wally. I haven't seen Wally. I heard Wally tugs on the heartstrings. Okay, so let's just get rid of s some quick ones. Bugs Life is out. Good movie. It's like one of the original Pixar's, but Bugs Life is out. Cars is good, but it's not a top. Goodbye. Um... Okay, so we got Dory, Nemo, Incredibles, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, and Up. So I'm down to seven. I got it down to seven real quick just out of not watching them. Um, you know, so, so let's see. Oh, hang on. I'm looking at some of the comments here. Pete Fish. Uh, Pete Fish said, the good dinosaur was terrible. Would kill for sure. All right, good to know, Pete. Um, Pete didn't like the good dinosaur guys. Um, it looks like ass, looks like trash ass. So that's out. I've never heard of it, which is, you know, ridiculous. So, all right. So of those seven, let's, let's get rid of, let's get rid of up. Up is great, but it's, it's not a top three for me. So now we're down to six, the six remaining Dory, Nemo, Incredibles, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., and Toy Story. Okay, so let's get rid of... I mean, I'm not going to have Finding Nemo and Finding Dory both in my top three. I'm not that fucking crazy. I'm not, I'm not that into it. Man, I really like Finding Dory. Little Baby Dory was pretty cute, but I'm going to stick with the original. So we'll get rid of Finding Dory. Um... So now we're down to five. Nemo, Incredibles, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story. Um, I'm going to get rid of... Wow, this is going to get tough at the end here. I'm going to get rid of Incredibles. I'm getting rid of Incredibles. Incredibles is good, but I'm getting rid of it. Nemo, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., and Toy Story. Now, this is really tough. Um, Finding Nemo rocks. Uh, Monsters, Inc., like saw it when I was little, thought it was mind blowing, loved the concept of it. Uh, thought Mike Wazowski was like hilarious as a little guy. Um, and then Inside Out came out when I was, I don't know, 27, maybe even later than that, like 27, 28, like I was, you know, whatever. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I thought it, I thought it rocked. I thought Inside Out rocked. The only issue that I'm having here is that it's like, do I pick the ones that I enjoyed when I was little or do I pick the ones I like now? Obviously, Toy Story is sticking around. Toy Story is absolutely sticking around um, because that's just a classic. Like the fact that it's even on this list is unfair. So we're going to keep Toy Story. Now I need to pick two out of Finding Nemo, Inside Out, and Monsters, Inc. Um, all three fantastic movies. I have a feeling Inside Out with the ones uh, watching this are probably like screaming, like get rid of Inside Out. But I'm telling you, man, I, I really liked that movie. I thought it rocked. 
Um, all right, I'm doing this. I'm getting rid of Finding Nemo. Um, I'm getting rid of Finding Nemo, and the top three I'm going to keep here are Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., and Inside Out. Um, those are the top three. And per per Jack's idea, I'm going to I'm going to fuck one, I'm going to kill one, and I'm going to marry one. Um, so I think looking at these, uh, I'm going to I'm going to marry Toy Story just because that's I, I believe uh, like it's been with me for a long time. I feel like it's the most reliable, the most trustworthy. I'm going to marry Toy Story. Um, and now I have to, I have to fucking kill Inside Out or Monsters, Inc. Um, and I think, I don't even know how to really place this, but I'm, I'm going to fuck Monsters, Inc. and I'll kill Inside Out. How's that sound? And I'm not going to get into detail on that of where my mind went of how that even makes sense, but that's what, that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're, we're going to, the top three of all these Pixar movies, Toy Story, Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., and we're gonna marry Toy Story. We're gonna fuck. We're gonna fuck Monsters Inc. And then we're gonna kill Inside Out. Okay, is that good? Is everyone happy with that? Probably not. Probably upset some people out there. These are not easy decisions. I do this job so you guys don't have to. Free of charge, uh, working late night here to make these decisions so you guys don't have to. This is what I do for you guys. All right. Don't forget, if you are watching right now, we got up to like 16 or 17 at one point. Now we're at 9,000, uh, 16 or 17,000. Um, now we're, now we're, I didn't mean to ruin your childhood. I apologize. Um, the, I'm just reading comments for anybody who might be listening to the podcast tomorrow, all 15 of you. Um, I am stopped dead in my tracks here. Okay, we got up to like 17,000 people. Now we're at 9,000 viewers, up to 10,000 now. Um, appreciate you guys listening in here. I don't even know where I was going with that. I lost total, total track thinking about fucking Monsters, Inc. Uh, got weird. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Of all you guys watching right now, check out the pinned note here at the bottom. I am going to do over under here shortly. Uh, Jerry should be monitoring the email. Jerry, are you, are you monitoring the email? Hopefully Jerry's monitoring the email and he's gonna put together a list of 10 over-under things. If you want something in the over-under, then you should send an email to that email right there and I will put it, or he might put it in the over-under. I don't know what his system is. Jerry's kind of a weird guy. Um, we got one more of these. We got one more of these tough decision ones. After talking about fucking Monsters Inc, I gotta, I have one here. I gotta have one. All right. All right, we got a bunch of cereals here. We got nine cereals. We're gonna pick three. We're gonna pick three and then we're gonna fuck one, we're gonna kill one, we're gonna marry one. I appreciate Jack adding that that little that little spice spice aru um, to the list here. So uh, what we're doing here, um, picking cereals. So what we have listed, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, Reese's Puffs. This is a tough, tough list. Fruit Loops, Tricks, Honey Nut Cheerios, Crunch Berries. Oops, is it Oops All Berries? Nope, it's just regular. Not Oops All Berries. Regular Crunch Berries, which I'll argue. I like. I like regular Crunch Berries more than Oops All Berries. Oops All Berries is insane. You don't need Oops All Berries. That's just overkill. At that point, you might as well just do oops all marshmallows with Lucky Charms. Not saying it wouldn't be delicious for like a minute or two, but if you go oops all berries or oops all marshmallows, you, you got to grow up. I'm sorry. You need you need the, the, the other stuff in there just to at least make pretend it's healthy or something. Um, and then the last one's life. I'm just going to kill life right off the bat. I mean, life doesn't even hold a candle to these other eight on the list. The fact that life is listed literally next to tricks and crunch berries and fruit loops, like it's just, it's insulting really. I mean, life belongs in a category of cereals with like Raisin Bran, Special K, uh, Kicks, uh, maybe like Honey Bunches of Oats. Like you could put, 
you could put uh, life in that category, checks mix, checks cereal. But why are you putting uh, life, loof, putting life next to um, all these sugar loaded cereal? I mean, Reese's Puffs is at four and you got life at nine. Someone got lazy with the list and just typed in cereal and put in the last one there. I mean, that was just an easy one to, to slap away. So uh, life is gone. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, Reese's Puffs, Fruit Loops, Tricks, Honey Nut Cheerios, and then Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries, not, not Oops All Berries. Not Oops All Berries. We're not dealing with Oops All Berries. Okay, good. All right, great. So this is this is extremely tough. Uh, life is off the table. Who am I killing? For? I mean, this is this one is really hurting my feelings. Um, man. Whew. All right. So I am going to. Oh my goodness. All right. So what I'm going to do here is I'm a Captain Crunch fan, but for me, it was always. A, I was like a peanut butter Captain Crunch kind of guy, kind of fella, you know? I was a Captain uh, Peanut Butter Crunch, not a Crunch Berry type guy. My sister was more of a berry type guy, maybe not like a, or a gal, uh, maybe not like an Oops All Berries, but the Crunch Berries, you know? Whatever, eight's gone. I'm getting rid of Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, they're gone. Whether it was Oops All Berries or Crunch Berries, uh, they're gone. Captain Crunch is gone. Peanut Butter Crunch would have had a better fighting chance with me personally. Um, hang on, I got a note here from my buddy Nico. Fuck the rabbit, kill Tony, and marry Toast Crunch. The Toast Crunch guy? I think they got rid of that guy. I'm looking at the picture here. I'm looking at the picture. Cinnamon Toast Crunch used to have like that chef, right? Their their mascot was like that, that chef, that fat pudgy guy, and he was like always shaking cinnamon and cereal or cinnamon and sugar on every bite or whatever um but now they just use the actual they have like demented toast crunch characters they don't use that guy anymore so uh nico i don't know if you're talking about you know fucking uh the old mascot or like the new crunch guys but either way it's okay he was old died of old age i believe okay that's the answer we got all right gotcha all right crunch berries are gone um we're dealing with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, Reese's Puffs, Fruit Loops, Tricks, and Honey Nut Cheerios. I think right now I got, I, I'm not keeping Fruit Loops and Tricks. I got them both in my crosshairs. Um, and they're very similar cereals. Uh, and it's really coming down to more or less uh, who, what, mats, what mascot I like more. Uh, do I like the Silly Rabbit Tricks are for Kids guy or do I like... Uh, Toucan Sam more, and my answer is pretty clear there. I'm a Toucan Sam kind of guy, so we're going to kick the bunny off this train. Uh, he couldn't even eat the cereal. And you know what's ridiculous is is this cartoon bunny that they just assumed he was an adult. You know, tricks are for kids. What if he was like, you know, a bunny? He's just a little bunny rabbit, like a young guy. So maybe he might have been a kid, but in bunny form. Um, silly to me that they would discriminate against him not eating it. Um Okay, so tricks are gone, crunch bears are gone, life is gone. Um, God, this is getting tough now. Um, just for like excitement steak, like Honey Nut Cheerio is a good like solid cereal that just sits, that you got it. It's just always there. You know, it's always a good go-to. Um, you know, it, it feels like it, they, they go with like, it's like a heart healthy or some shit. Uh, the B is very trustworthy. Honey Nut Cheerios feels like home, you know, like everyone's got Honey Nut Cheerios in their closet or some form of it. Um, but it's, it's not like exciting. It doesn't like rustle my jimmies. You know, I'm never like really craving a, a mean bowl of, of, uh, honey nut Cheerios. So I'm going to wipe out the B and honey nut Cheerios with all its heart health bullshit. Um, okay. So now we're looking at toast crunch, lucky charms, frosted flakes, uh, Reese's puffs and fruit loops. Um, even after all that defending I did of toucan Sam, um, I just the fruity cereals aren't up there in the upper echelon for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the bird. The bird is done. Toucan Sam is out. We are now down to Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, and Reese's Puffs. Okay, so now we're gonna reverse engineer to build the drama. What we're gonna do here? Clear to protect it here. I've known from the start since I looked at this thing. Uh, 
I'm keeping, I'm absolutely picking Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That is a cereal that rustles my jimmies. You know what I mean? Like I love a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I would argue best post cereal milk in the game. Some people will say Cocoa Puffs. I say you're wrong. I say it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Give me that cinnamon sugar milk. It rocks. All right. Number number two that I'm protecting, easy. Absolutely easy. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, uh, that cereal is a Jimmy Rustler. Okay, that cereal rocks. And there's two ways to eat it. You just eat it normal or you eat all the, the cardboard shit and then you eat the, the marshmallows. That's when... That's when it gets real spicy. That's what I like when the marshmallows are all like, it's just mush and you can like scoop a whole thing of marshmallows. It just turns into one joint melted lumpy marshmallow in your mouth. That's that's exhilarating shit. So now I have to pick one between Reese's Puff cereal, which is insane that that's actually a cereal, and then Frosted Flakes. They're great. Um, the, the fact that Reese's Puffs, like, exist is just, like, insane to me. How that got by, like, the FDA. Like, it's Reese's Puffs are just chocolate and peanut butter and, and a candy. Like, how they turn that into a cereal and say that it's part of a balanced breakfast is just... There's something wrong there. Someone's getting paid. Someone's lobbying something. That can't be real. Um, Frosted Flakes, hands down, best cereal mascot out there. That fucking tiger is just necker chiffing around telling everybody they're great um and you know he's like everyone says they're great you know and he's still around um he even was in a very popular mural about tiger king tony the tiger rocks um and i can eat frosted like i'll buy frosted flakes and i'll buy frosted flakes the next week and the next week you know reese's puff i get it one time and then like you know i okay i did the puffs that was a lot i just had candy for breakfast you know four you know four days this week um, so I think you guys see where I'm leaning. Final answer, final answer, top three, cinnamon toast crunch, lucky charms, frosted flakes. The first three on the list, first three on the list right there. There they are going with those, uh, going with those. Um, all right. So I'm glad we got through that. Um, uh, my jimmies are officially rustled. Uh, so we're getting down to like the last 10 minutes here. Uh, so Jerry, did you send me an email? I hope you sent me an email. I hope there's a list in there. You probably did. Um, I haven't checked, but of course, before we, uh, do that, I want to give you guys the song of the week, uh, new segment here, song of the week. Um, and what we're going with this week is Kygo's new song called freedom. Uh, thank you, Kygo for putting out music during this time. Um, and especially one of your bangers and it's called freedom because all we want is freedom right now we want the quarantine over and i think this is a very groovy tune and i love it all right i'm gonna look for that email from jerry while you guys listen to freedom That's a banger. That's the song of the week. Song fucking rocks. Um, all right. Okay. Um, I'm reading some comments here. Yes, thank you, Meg. Beard is coming in thick. Uh, just been pure laziness, and I feel like it really adds to like the quarantine theme. You know, big heavy beard. Like, man, I'm I'm uh, just really quarantining. All right, let's get through the over unders because we're getting low on time, and we don't want to run out of time here because that would be the worst thing to ever happen. Um, Jerry sent me the note again. Okay, cool. Um, so here's what we got. Uh, Jerry put a note here at the top. Thank you very much, Jerry, for curating this list for me. Oh, sorry. Here's almost forgot Jerry's picture of the week. Fuck. All right, there's Jerry. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm sure all 14,000 of you that are in here right now do know how this works. But my buddy Jerry, uh, who I went to high school with, 
He uh, is an accountant in Cleveland. Uh, he's put on a few LBs since college. He is the one who curates this list for me. And normally he's the one who just puts together like a list of 10 things. And I comment whether it's over or underrated. I've never seen the list before in my life. Um, it's sent to me in an email and I scroll it down so I can't see the next answer. And I have to answer right away if it's over underrated. Um, and it cannot just be rated. So for this week, as you can see with the note here, I put anybody who wants things put on uh, over under to send them over to that email address, which I've designated for over unders. Um, so Jerry's been manning it um, and he put together the list for me. So thank you, Jerry. I'm being a little nicer to you than um, I would like right now, but that's okay. Uh, LGRW, as he always leads it off, and it says props to T. Hutch, Tom Hutch, my boy, my boy, hats off, respect, respect, T. Hutch, uh, Jack, and Rachel. Three very, uh, three loyal Champagne Athletics fans. I appreciate your work. You're doing, you're doing the, you're doing God's work is what you're doing by submitting over unders for me this week. Um, Jerry also would like to note anyone who didn't get posted will get posted in next week. Tough sentence there, but I. We all know what he means. All right, here we go. Do, 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 do. Will you shut up and do over-unders? Okay, Jerry, I'm doing them right now. I'm just trying to get, get to the screen. All right, here we go. Number one, stimulus checks. Stimulus checks are underrated. It's money from the government in a tough time. Uh, I got my stimulus check last week. Great stuff. Um, I'm just going to say they're underrated because who didn't, who was mad at that extra 1,200-ish that you got in your bank account? No one, no one was mad about that. Um, the only thing uh, overrated about them is that they are a one-time thing. If they were an every week thing, every month thing, that would be fantastic. That would really get me out of the hole that I'm in. Uh, but I appreciate the one-time gesture from the US Gov. Uh, appreciate you, land of the free. Stimulus checks, underrated. Number two, TikTok. Glad this is on here. Um, I was actually going to dedicate a segment to this today, but I'm glad it was brought up in over under. TikTok is overrated. I don't get it. And this is my sign of getting older. I There's a new social media and I don't understand it. I don't understand watching people do the same dance in their living room to the same fucking 10 seconds of a song with their mom and dad, with their grandma. I don't get it. I don't understand why that is at all entertaining to watch 10 second clips of people do the same dance. I have seen some TikToks I thought were creative. There's a guy who does an impression of Obama talking to Trump at the same time, which I think is a very funny form of TikTok. But no, I don't want to watch some white girl and her grandma, her mima in, in their kitchen do a dance to ratchet, boozy, classy 15 times in a row. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why that's entertaining at all. Uh, all of those TikTok songs, like they have a, a strenuous loop in my head that keeps me up at night. And I feel like an old man yelling at a cloud when I see those. Um, so TikTok is overrated and maybe I'm old. I don't give a shit. Number three, drunk late night, late night Denny's Waffle House IHOP runs. Um, these are underrated as hell. I mean, these are awesome. I mean, if you are wasted and can get your ass to one of these places, sit down and have a full meal, there's nothing better. Like when that plate's in front of you. Um, there was a couple times at state I was wasted, ended up at IHOP and I got the chicken and waffles and it's like, it's, it's just, it's mind blowing. Um, it's an out of body experience to be that drunk and to receive that type of food at that hour of the night. You don't really think it's possible. You know, you're used to like a pizza or like a shitty McChicken. Um, love McChickens, by the way. But like to get something like that, that's it's unprecedented. So under underrated, underrated, uh, drunk late night Denny's Waffle House IHOP runs. <clears throat> uh, number four, over under 0.5 Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, next championships in the next five seasons. So, wow. Oh my God. Uh, that was like, whoever put this one, like A plus. So basically what it's saying is, will 
the Wings, the Lions, the Tigers, the Pistons, or the Longnecks win a championship in the next five seasons. And, buddy, I got to tell you, we're going over. If I said under, I wouldn't be doing my job. Nothing looks good right now, but the fact that you tossed the Necks in there, the Necks could move into like a 30 and over league next year and just tear the shit apart. We're in the top league in Michigan. I, I Maybe not, but we're in a very good league. Very good league. Very good league. We could easily, easily switch leagues and win a championship or win it in that league. We, you never know. We still got juice in this fucking tank. As far as the pro teams, but anything's possible with Steve Eiserman. Anything. Anything is possible with Steve Eiserman. And who knows? Tigers are in the basement right now. I don't know how long it took the Astros to turn around, but they did like the same sort of thing. Granted, they cheated a little bit. We're going to get one. We're going to get one in the next five years, and the long necks are included in that. Over. Uh, number five, fireworks. Fireworks. What are fireworks? Fireworks, like, if I don't have to do anything for fireworks, like, they're underrated. Like, if fireworks happen, if I don't have to do anything, if I don't have to buy them, set them up, pay to get in, fight through traffic to go see them, if, you, if I have to make an effort for fireworks, they're overrated. If I am somewhere downtown Detroit, I'm drinking, oh, it's Friday, Friday night fireworks at the Tigers game. That's underrated. That's awesome. Seeing fireworks in a low stress atmosphere for myself is underrated. If I got to do any work, if I got to help you move twigs around and branches and fucking set up things and light matches and give you money for the fireworks, it's overrated. I don't want to do it. Uh, it's underrated if I'm just chilling and you see them. So that's, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's a caveat there, but I'll just say, I'll just say underrated to keep this moving. Number, number six, tornado and storm chasing. That's got to be overrated. It's a natural disaster. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not like a, that's not, type of, that's not the type of thrill seeking that I do. My thrill seeking is, is like, you know, gambling on a, it's gambling on something that's not favored to win. That's thrill seeking for me. Storm chasing, you know, rock climbing, fucking zip lining, all that shit. That's not my thrill seeking type of life. Uh, so storm chasing, tornado chasing, that's overrated. That's, that's asinine stuff for crazy journalism news reporters. <clears throat> Number seven, beer in bottles. Beer in bottles is, is the best. Uh, it's underrated. Beer in bottles is better than beer in cans. Not that I discriminate against beers and cans. I have one right here. Nothing against it. But when you get a Frosty Boy in a glass bottle, it's just better. You can clink the glasses. Everything's just better about it. Beer in bottles is better than beer in cans, but I'm not above, nowhere near above drinking a beer out of a can because that would be insane. Um, so beer in bottles, underrated. Number eight, flaming Hot Cheetos. So I was never a flaming Hot Cheetos guy, kind of a pussy with hot food, even though it's not really hot food. Uh, my fiance absolutely loves flaming Hot Cheetos. So she kind of brought them back into my life. Um, I was normally just like a regular Cheeto Puffs guy, like a big pussy. Uh, but she brought the flaming Hots in my life. And man, I picked them up from a gas station the other day and they rocked. They rocked. I um, uh, loved them, inhaled them. They were great. We are down to the final two minutes of the fizz. Let's keep this thing moving. Flaming Hot Cheetos are underrated. Number nine, The Last Dance rocks i just was talking about it the whole time that that is underrated the last dance is underrated it rocks if you haven't seen it whether you like sports or not go put it on episodes one and two they're both like an hour watch it jordan is iconic it rocks and next episode is gonna be all about the pistons i think uh number 10 marion hosa marion hosa i gotta be honest with you guys i love marion hosa i do i hate that he went to chicago and he won the cups he came here trying to win a cup. He had a great year for us. He got hurt down the stretch. I loved Marion Hosa as a Detroit Red Wing, uh, and I thought he played great for us. I wish we could have kept him around. Unfortunately, Holland decided to sign Franzen instead of Hosa. We gave the wrong guy the money. One ended up with a concussion. The other ended up with three Stanley Cups. So I don't blame him for whatever he did. I hate that he won them all with Chicago, but the guy deserved a cup, and I love that he left Pittsburgh for Detroit. I hate that thing that happened to him, but I love Marion Hosa as a wing. So let's do the breakdown. We got 50 seconds. Let's run through one more time. Stimulus checks, underrated. TikTok, over-fucking-rated. Number three, drunk late-night Denny's Waffle House IHOP, underrated. Championships for the Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, and Longnecks over one. Uh, oh, my God. 
Uh, we're gonna go over. That's overrated. Fireworks, uh, overrated. Storm chasing, overrated. Beer in bottles, underrated. Flaming hot Cheetos, underrated. The Last Dance, underrated. Marion Hosa, underrated. This has been episode 43 of the Fizz. I love you guys for being here. You guys rock. Uh, go rate this on iTunes and Spotify. Tell your friends, and I don't know. Just have a good week. Let's get through this thing together. Cheers, everybody. I didn't care, I didn't care enough to stop me falling I didn't care about myself Till you're lifting me up, lifting me up And I was down and out It's the highest I have ever felt You gave me something that I can hold on to A little light when I'm down on my knees I was so lost in myself when I found you But in that moment you made me believe You give me freedom, freedom, freedom I've been looking for